0: This is the Elite Development Podcast, a show with the aim of helping athletes evolve in every element of their careers through real-world advice and experience. I'm your host, Kenny Dusseau. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Calgary, Alberta, with a singular focus on building better athletes. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny. Thank you so and today we're going to talk about doing what you hate like you love it. Now, we're going to get back into a little bit of a story about me coming up in the world of coaching and you know how I started to understand that in order to do what I loved every day coaching, I had to do more things that I didn't love every day and how that then translates to you with your career as well. So let's get going. So when I started coaching on, uh, it was about 15 years ago. Now I was in high school coaching younger students in the high school and, you know, in the beginning, obviously I just really enjoyed it. You know, I wasn't taking any money. I was just in the gym with these younger athletes doing this coaching thing. Cause it was fun while I was training instead of just training by myself. I got to train other people too. It was a lot of fun. We really enjoyed it. Athletes saw some good success Um, And then as I continued to move forward in that journey, I started realizing that, you know, one day if I wanted to make this a career, I had to take some money for it. I had to, you know, actually learn how to make money as a coach, not just be in the gym and coach. And most people you would think would say, well, it's pretty easy. Just go find a job where they're looking for coaches and go be a coach. The problem, though, is there aren't a lot of jobs in this industry. The first job I ever had paid me less than $1,000 a month and I worked eight hours a week. But the problem was those hours were at nine o'clock in the morning till 11 o'clock in the morning. And then I had a six, no, sorry, eight hour break until seven o'clock and eight o'clock at night. And so seven hour break, sorry. And so I was making awful money Working not tons of hours, but also those hours were so sporadic that it was awkward to try to fill it fill it out with any other kind of work. And then the next job that I had in the industry, the last one that I had before starting my own business, it was fully up to me to build up my clientele. So I started making literally zero dollars and zero cents per hour working seven days a week, and had to get myself to the point where I was surviving based off of my own ability to build a business. And in case you didn't catch the first part of the story, I got into this to coach, not to build a business. So in the beginning, I absolutely fucking hated every piece of what it took to actually build a business. Networking, speaking in front of people, social media, all of this stuff was foreign to me. I didn't like it. I didn't want it. All I wanted to do was be in the gym with athletes, coaching them, helping them become better. Now, in the beginning, I avoided it. And I didn't want to get onto social media. I didn't want to go to these meetings where I could speak in front of people and talk about, you know, what it was I do and how I could help them. And so I didn't do it, but what that led to was not having hours. And when I didn't have hours, I didn't make money. And when I didn't make money, the limited amount of funds that I had in my bank account started to drop off a cliff. And so I very quickly realized that if I want to make it in this industry, I need to understand how to bring in clients. I need to understand how to speak in front of people. I need to understand how to build a business. I can't just rely on a business falling into my lap because I'm a good coach and I know what I'm doing, so clients should just come. That's not how this was going to work. So. As I started at this job, I started going to networking meetings every week where I stood up in front of a room of 50 people and spoke about myself, my business, what I do, how I help, who I help, how I help them, and then started learning more about networking from these people. I started posting on social media regularly, which again was something I did not like to do. Uh, But as I started posting on social media regularly and started engaging with other people on social media, I started understanding that all I needed to do was start conversations. And then when I showed athletes how I could help them, I'd bring them into the business. And something that, uh, another part of that that I hated was I hated feeling salesy. I hated feeling like I was selling something to someone until I can't remember who I heard this from the first time. Somebody told me, well, do you believe that working with you is beneficial to the people you're talking to? I said, yeah, absolutely. It was like, well, then it's your responsibility to bring them in so that you can help them. And that really resonated with me and helped a lot with those feelings, but it was still awkward asking people for money because this was something I loved to do and something that I did for free for years. So asking someone for money felt weird for me. I didn't like doing it. But again, if I wanted to do the things I loved, coaching, then I needed to learn how to do the things I hate, posting on social media, Engaging with other people that I didn't know, standing in front of rooms of people, telling them about me and how I could help them and how great I am at what I do and all of that, and asking people for money. (laughs) And that was the way that I had to learn in order to be able to do what I loved. So then, I got to the point where I started my business. I got to the point where I was actually doing this for myself. I wasn't working for this other gym anymore. And we won't go too deep into that story today. There's plenty of other conversations about it on the podcast already. And I loved making my own hours. I loved being my own boss. I loved being able to make the decisions on how I coach my athletes and not having someone above me tell me, no, you're not allowed to do that, even though I had thought it out and wanted to you know, work on things a certain way. And I loved so many things about being in charge and being my own boss and running my own business. But then came the things I didn't love. I needed to keep myself disciplined because there was no boss there to say, hey, you have to be at work at seven or you have to start work at this time. I didn't love the feeling when an athlete would leave, even though it was, you know, nothing to do with me. That was always that nerve wracking feeling of shit. If they're leaving, I need to replace that income. I didn't love the feeling of knowing right away. I didn't love the feeling of knowing that my success or failure was officially fully on me. If I'm in charge, there's no one that I can point to and say, well, I'm not doing well because of my stupid boss, because I was the stupid boss. And So every single day since starting my business, these are things that I work on loving. I've reached, I've reached, I've changed how I look at those things. I've changed how I look at being my own boss and, you know, my success or my failure relying on myself. In the beginning, that was a scary thing. Now that's fucking awesome. The fact that I can look at my thriving company and say, I built this. I built this company. These clients are here to work with me. You know, the benefit, like this company is where it's at because of the work that I put in to start to create it. Now, there's a lot of other factors that the company relies on obviously continuing to see success with the athletes, the athletes continuing to enjoy it and continuing to stick with me. So I'm grateful for all each and every one of you as well, but being able to look at the success of the company and know that, this exists because of me is an amazing feeling. And so I've reframed how I look at that. And I understand now that my success is fully in my hands and it's up to me to go out and take it. And so by working on reframing that in my mind, that's been a huge shift for me, but also learning these things like social media, learning these things like networking, learning all of these other skills outside of coaching itself, is what allowed me to be my own boss, what allowed me to open up my own gym, what allowed me to start to see this the success that I've started to see. And this is what I think so many of you as athletes are lacking. And this isn't to say guys that I'm, you know, God's gift to the world of coaching. I am nowhere near where I wanna be in a year, in two years, in five years. But the ability to learn these things that I hated, and develop them into passions and develop them into things that I loved is what has allowed me to even be on that track. And this is what you guys need to understand as well as athletes. I understand that if you're a fighter listening to this, you got into fighting because you liked fighting. You didn't get into fighting to learn how to market yourself on social media. You didn't get into fighting to learn how to negotiate a paycheck. You didn't get into fighting for all of these like, business side of the game that you're starting to see. But that's part of the game. And if you want to hit the point where fighting can be your full career and you do not have to rely on a job outside of that, you need to learn how to market yourself. You need to learn how to put yourself in front of sponsors. You need to learn and embrace how to do these things you do not enjoy doing because this is what is going to make you more appealing to a sponsor. This is what's going to make you more appealing to higher level organizations. Yes, you need to be good. If you're a shitty fighter, but you're great at marketing yourself, you're not gonna last very long in the higher promotions. But if you have the skills, but you also have the marketing ability to back yourself up, not only are you gonna be more appealing to higher promotions, which is gonna get you paid more to fight, you're gonna be more appealing to sponsors, which is going to get you paid more outside of fighting. And in turn, you're going to be able to make your career faster. But again, so many of you aren't willing to do that because you don't enjoy it. You're not willing, I, the amount of times I hear, oh, I'm just so bad at social media. Guys, so am I. Oh, I'm just, I'm so bad at marketing and I want to get sponsored, but I don't know what to say to them. There's this wonderful thing out there guys called Google that if you say, I'm an athlete looking for sponsorship, how should I do this? It's going to give you a list of resources on how to build out sponsorship packages, on who to approach, on what to say to them when you approach them. It's going to give you these resources that you can use to help get yourself sponsored. But the difference is it's the ones who are going to be willing to do the shit they hate Like they love it and learn to love it that are going to make more, that are going to be more successful in their field. It's the ones who are willing to say, Yeah, I hate social media, but I'm going to spend time learning how to use it to market myself as an athlete. It is going to be those athletes that the sponsors are going to look at and say, Wow, we want to get on that team and pay him or her a bunch of money to promote our products. It's going to be that one who the bigger promoter look at and say wow he or she sells a lot of tickets we want them in our promotion so they can sell tickets for us and so if you're sitting here and you are talking about how much you hate social media you're sitting here you're talking about how much you hate marketing yourself you're sitting here talking about how much you hate speaking to sponsors and building sponsorship packages and all these other things that you know you need to be doing Let this be your wake up call. Let this be your wake up call that if you can learn to love that side of the game and put consistent work into that side of the game, you're going to make yourself more money, you're going to be able to quit your job, and you are going to be able to do what you love every single day. So I ask you do you hate social media more than you love the idea of fighting full time and not having to work? Do you hate marketing yourself? More than you love the idea of being able to wake up every day as a full time athlete that makes their living off of their sport? I'm going to assume no. And to let this be the wake up call that you need to start learning this area of the game if you want to start living the life that you actually want from your sport. Because, same thing as I spoke about with myself as a coach, I got into this game to coach. I didn't learn the business side in school, I didn't learn how to market, how to, you know, run a business, I learned how to coach. And then as I got into this industry and I realized that, Hey, if I want to live any kind of human life, I need to do this for myself. I started investing in mentorship. I started investing in coaches that could help me learn how to build a business. I started spending time on YouTube, learning from business CEOs on how to start a small business and how to run it effectively. I started spending my time outside of the time that I was actually in the gym coaching, better understanding what I needed to do to put my face and my name and my message in front of athletes online so they could see working with me is better than working with that guy down the street or that guy around the corner, which I do firmly believe, and they would want to start working with me. I learned how to better articulate my message. I learned how to better speak about what I do. I learned how to love podcasting. Guys, the first podcast episode I did, I was shitting myself with fear. Now we've got, I believe at the time of this recording, 246 episodes out. And I fucking love this. I love sitting here every day and delivering messages to you all. And it was repeated efforts and repeated at-bats that have over time led me to the place where this is one of my favorite things to do in my day. But if I had said, oh no, I hate podcasting and never done it, there are probably I could probably count on two hands the amount of clients that I've gotten from people that resonated with something I spoke about on the podcast and reached out to me talking about, you know, things that I've shifted in their perspective and their approach to training. And even more so, even more so, that hits me even harder. Guys, I've had people send me messages out of the blue expressing gratitude for the show. And messages that I've delivered and how it's helped them in their training that I've never spoken to before in my life. People that have just been following me to listen to the show to and then have reached out talking about how much I've helped them. How fucking cool is that? And that was all because I stepped into the thing I didn't enjoy, the thing that I was scared of, the thing that I didn't understand how to do, took action on it and started doing it. And this is what you guys need to understand, too. If you want your sport to be your living, you need to start treating it like a business. You need to start treating it in a way that's going to bring you in money, not just that thing you enjoy doing. And once you learn how to do these things and once you get comfortable with these things, you're going to put yourself in a position where you're going to be able to get sponsors. You're going to be able to have opportunities. You can start your own podcast and get sponsored on the show and start bringing in money that way. Whatever it is you want is in your control and it's up to you to learn how to do the things you hate like you love them until you love them and watch your life start to unlock. So that's it. That's all. I appreciate you taking the time to tune in. As always, my ask of you is share the show with a friend, with a teammate, with someone who needs to hear the message. And if you've got some value from the show, let me know. Shoot me a message on social media. All the links on how you can do that are going to be in the show notes below and let me know what it was you took away. I always love getting those messages from you guys. I always love hearing from you know everybody who's listening to the show and getting value from it. So once again, I appreciate you. Thank you for the time, and we'll talk again soon. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would greatly appreciate it if you subscribed and left a review for the show. As well, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from the episode. My contact info is linked below. Send me a message and let me know what you thought. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Dusseau. Thank you again, and see you next time.